Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Now, there's been a lot of debate on social media. So I'm going to take your questions, your thoughts, and your opinions in tonight's show, and we're going to talk about them. I think that Twitter spaces, or at least LSU Twitter spaces, are a very good place when good conversation is happening. When we're talking about other things, <laughs> not so much uh, a good time. You know, uh, especially when people are nothing but trolls and wannabes. But last night was a very good discussion around the real LSU expectations of what LSU is, what they can be, and the both and arguments to both sides of it. Are we wearing the purple and gold glasses? We will touch on that. We will touch on that. So, if you missed it, we had a pretty big debate last night. We'll touch on it. I'll tell you what the debate was. We'll get it all into it. Uh, an all-SEC playoff eye roll. Um, if you missed it today, Pete Thamel is reporting that Greg Sankey at minimum, has planned for an all-SEC playoff, which is absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely stupid and ridiculous. I'll tell you why that never should happen, never will happen, in the current form of the SEC. With the current teams, even with Oklahoma and Texas joining, why that will never happen, why it shouldn't happen. You know, it's funny because we blame college athletes, kids 18 to 21 years old. Oh, he's a quitter. Oh, he's this. 
Oh, he's that. The only reason he's going to this school is because of money. The only reason he's going to that school is because they're giving him a Hellcat. The only reason he's going to that school is because he's got a fine little honey that goes to school there. Whatever, whatever it is, but we never blame the people on top until it's too late. Greg Sankey, come on down. Come on down. Uh, Carter, the power, Brian, will be joining us at 730. I'm not good at math, so in about, what, 24 minutes, something like that. So we'll get in touch with Carter at 730. Every time he comes on, we have a great time. Uh, expectations going into Hoover. Um, LSU needs to win two games to be to be to safely be a regional host. The guys, they got to win multiple games. Stop listening to what other people are saying that cover LSU. They're going to have to win multiple games for a regional host site. Sorry. It is what it is at this point. It is what it is. So at least one. Uh, we'll touch on that as Kay Doty um, looks to be questionable but could come back. We'll touch on Kay Doty as well. And Dylan Cruz is the co-SEC Player of the Year. So huge shout-out to our guy, Dylan Cruz, Mr. Center Fielder himself. So um, a lot of people are arguing about that too. I don't think Dylan Cruz was slighted, given co-SEC Player of the Year. Uh, Sonny D from Auburn is hitting 382 with 17 home runs. He's on, He has more hits than, than Dylan. I mean – it's not a slight to Dylan in the slightest. It's just I think that that's a, if there's a co, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Uh, Pooh Bear's in the building. He is our only uh, producer for the night. Zach apparently broke several razors trying to shave his face, um, so he's out tonight. He can't come on camera because it look you know he's got the little you know the little uh, as, as your grandma would say, baby, why you got them bumps on your face? That's what Zach looks like. Um, so Pooh Bear says, so lemon pepper stepper, steppers and funeral chicken are bad conversations. Say it ain't so. That's not the conversations I'm necessarily leaning to. <laughs> it's the conversations that lead to. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it alone. But you know the butt end of that joke. Ha ha. do you know the buddy. It's always fun. It's always fun. Uh, let's get to a couple comments, though, before we get started. Big Pressure is in the building. He says, shout out to all the Hellcat drivers. <laughs> but it's true. We, get, we, we wait to get mad at the leadership until it's too late. An all-SEC playoff. Get out of here with that bullshit, man. Get out of here with that. Rob on YouTube says, LSU needed discipline and organization, and Brian Kelly has installed that. Nothing to do with being LSU partial. <sighs> Maybe kids did want it, and what's your boy, uh, Orgeron, couldn't deliver. Doug knows on YouTube, another Jim Boy, rant, uh, Jim Ball, ran today, pure entertainment. Thank you, Doug. Thank you. We'll get into it. Rob Boudreaux says, good evening. Al Landry says it's time for the main event. I got to get it, bro. But if I play that on the open air, we're probably going to get flagged. Like I need a rundown edition, like a fake edition. 
Uh, LGZ says, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Yeah, we can do that. We 1,000% can do that. If you're on YouTube, there's about 100 plus of you watching. We do have a poll inside of the YouTube chat. Do you believe that LSU is going at minimum 8-4, and 9-3 and three next season? And if you agree that they are going more, more, meaning if you believe LSU is going 11-1, and one, drop in your comments right now. If you believe LSU is going 11 and 1, be, um, as they said on Mulan in that song, be a man. Come with the forces with the great typhoon, be a man. Put it in there because we got a lot to talk about. Okay. Pooh Bear's in the building. Let's Pooh Bear, let's pay some bills around this sucker and then we'll get started. Everybody do us a favor though before we do that. Everybody do us a favor. So many of you watching us on Facebook. So many of you watching us on YouTube and Twitter. If you're watching on, watching us on Facebook, hit the like button. Hit the share button. Share to your own social media pages. Share to some social media groups, uh, LSU-related. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you're listening to us on YouTube, so many of you are still listening and not subscribing. So hit that subscribe button and notification bell. We greatly appreciate that. And you for doing it if you're listening to us on the audio podcast platform or if you're listening to us on sirius xm radio we greatly greatly appreciate it uh follow rate review subscribe all of that good stuff do it there uh and we greatly appreciate it all right let's pay some bills none better than our good friends over at gm varno and sons and betonline.ag our partners over at betonline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started, so head on over to their website. Use BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B L. E-A-V, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down on the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you. And then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Full Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them your good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. All right, let's let's start off with a couple of these comments because I asked you to fire them in here. The poll is going crazy, though. Um, 57 votes, 96% of the people believe LSU is going 8-4 and four next season. But Purple Cajun on YouTube says three guarantees of life. Uh, taxes, death, Brian Kelly winning a national title at LSU within three years. Hashtag the BK takeover. George on Facebook says we're going 11-1. George, who are we losing to and why? Uh, Mikey says three, nine and three losses to Bama, Texas A&M, one loss. We probably shouldn't to Auburn or Ole Miss. 
Um, Jason Brumfield, this is kind of all over. I mean, if you really think about it, eight and four or 10 and two, I can see that. I can see that. I know that Chameleonaire himself, the number one debater, Matt, he was a masturbator last night in the show. Daniel Williams from the Golden Boot Podcast shows up in the comments saying nine and three. Masturbator, debater, I should say, last night. So if you missed it, and it look, there's no harm, no harm, no foul to any of this. I see where guys like Daniel are coming from. So let me give a preface of what last night was in, what we debated last night on these Twitter spaces. The debate was pretty much, and Daniel, I don't think really meant this, but he came in and was talking about the doom and gloom. Guys, I don't know if we right now can say LSU's going 11-1 next season. So the debate revolved around what is LSU's record. Now, we get into these deep debates about once a month. About once a month, the gloves come off. Or, the, the you know, the, 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 the protection around Daniel's head comes off. Just joking. Just joking. But the gloves come off. And I see Daniel's point. Like, make the argument of why LSU isn't going 11-1. and one. Like, right? Like, and he fires in there. We cannot say that we're uh, going 11-1. and one. Uh, Pooh Bear says the views expressed by Daniel are those of the speaker and do not reflect the views of the Golden Boot podcast as a whole. That's pretty funny. But, I, Daniel, I can say that we're not going 11-1, and one, and here's why. Guys, you have no idea who your quarterback's going to be. There is a chance, whether it be small, large, big, or, you know, big, doesn't matter, that Miles Brennan's your quarterback. That a first-time starter in Garrett Nussmeyer is your quarterback. That Jane Daniels is your quarterback for the first time in the SEC. Now, we've seen first-time starters before. Like, you have to take out the Trevor Lawrence's of the world. You have to take out the, the Tua Tagovailoa's of the world. You had to take out the Bryce Young of the world, even though he went 11-2 and two and struggled against, quite honestly, a struggling LSU defense. First-time starters in the SEC historically don't have massive amounts of success. Historically. LSU going nine and three is more probable when you look at their schedule than it is eleven and one. Does LSU, however, though, and to Daniel's point, to Daniel's point, does LSU have the talent to go eleven and one? You're damn right they do. You're, but and you're probably asking yourself, well, Blake, how can you say that LSU has the talent to go eleven and one, and they won't go eleven and one? Because here's the schedule that you have. And I can make the argument it's the toughest schedule in college football. Because when I look at this, when I look at LSU's schedule, when I sit here and I ask myself, all right, so 2022 LSU football schedule. And we pull it up. <laughs> For some reason, it, it exited out on me. I don't know why it keeps exiting out on me. There we go. Okay. But when I look at the schedule, guys, this is what LSU has to face in a matter of weeks. Will Rogers and Mississippi State with that offense. Blake, they're trash. Okay, well, they might return the best DB in the country in Emmanuel Forbes, who had a better season than what Derek Stingley did as a freshman, had more pick sixes, had more pass breakups, had more um, 
interceptions as a whole, and more tackles for a loss. Then you go to Auburn. Auburn might be the only SEC game in this, in all of this, where you say, okay, LSU just should not lose this one. Tennessee, Florida, Ole Miss, and I'll give you Florida. I'll give you Florida. Ole Miss, Alabama, Arkansas, A&M. And Pooh Bears pulled it up on here for us. So, Pooh, hold on. Stop it right there. Go back up to Mississippi State very quickly. In a matter of weeks, you face Will Rogers, either Calazon, Calzada, I know his name, or TJ Finley. But then here comes the heat. You got to face uh, um, uh, Hooker. Then you got to face uh, Anthony Richardson. Then you got Ole Miss. And quite honestly, Ole Miss and that offense, they can beat anybody on any given day. You have an off week. Then you got the Crimson Tide. Then you got KJ Jefferson. You have a little bit of an off week in UAB. Then you have AM. And before you say AM can't do anything, before you say AM can't do anything, thank you, Pooh, for uh, putting that on the. Uh, Putting that on here. Before you say AM can't do anything, your starter from a season ago in 13 career starts has 38 touchdowns. Guys, you can slip up on two of those games outside of your traditional Alabama. It is more realistic with a new coach of a transition year that you can go nine and three. Hell, I'll give you 10 and two. But 11 and 1 and looking into the playoff is something that we have to temper ourselves until we see Florida State. By the way, by the way, and you're going to say, well, Blake's downing LSU. They, again, let me make this very well known. They have the talent to beat anyone on this schedule. But you have five new DBs that are going to start. You have a brand new quarterback, more than likely, is going to start. You have a brand new running back, even though John Emery's been here for a while, that's got to learn the new offense and is going to start. Outside of Kayshawn Booty, you don't have receivers with a lot of production. You don't know what your offensive line is going to look like. And before you say anything about the defensive line in the spring game, they had 300 yards against them rushing. Florida State line with LSU per bet online. Last week started at three and a half. Guys, it's up to two and a half. We, we have to wait until we see what they can do. There's going to be a lot of buildup in August. Guys are going to be sharp. Guys are going to be good. Do I believe, do I believe that they are going to beat Florida State? I do. Now, I see Blake Schilling asking about Jack Besh. Sure. Sure. He has some production. But the production that Jack Besh gave you last season is not going to get you over the top. He's got to do more. <laughs> Chance Babin says, Pooh Bear with that Alabama pride. Ha. Okay, what did Pooh Bear do? Pooh Bear didn't even say anything. Pooh Bear didn't even say anything. We Oh, he said something about UAB. <laughs> UAB isn't exactly a cakewalk, but we should win that handily. I see what he did there. You're right. My bad, Chance. Pooh Bear's behind the scenes. <sighs> Poor Pooh Bear. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. On paper, on paper, you have teams that have shown right now they're more established, especially, especially 
at the quarterback position. We got to be careful, man. We got to be careful. Daniel brings up an interesting point here. He says, all about depth, in my opinion. Can we stay healthy? Can the O-line get on the same page? Defense should be really good. I don't see a, a, a I don't see where Daniel's necessarily wrong here. Here's the problem, though, Daniel. You do have a problem with depth at some positions. Guys, if Jacoby and Guillory go, if you're running a traditional 3-4, Jacoby and Guillory goes down, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. You can't move Mason Smith to the nose. That's not where he is. And this whole thing today about Ali Gay being the best defensive lineman in LSU in the last seven years, where this is coming from, I have no idea. No idea. Guys, the reason you went and got seven banks and Makai Garner and Jared Bernard Converse is because when you had a corner, when Jared Bernard Converse was out and you had to go get seven banks is because your corners were not playing up to snuff. I think Seven Banks could be a damn talented kid. I think he's a damn talented kid. Sounds good. Sounds good. But you got to be, we have to temper our expectations. If they do anything more than nine and three, Pooh Bear is my witness. I will shave my beard. Proudly. Proudly. I might, I might pay Pooh Bear to shave my beard live on the show. And Pooh, I'm not talking about a ra- I'm not talking about the tr- the trimmer. I want the straight razor. I want to go back to Al Capone days. I want a sip of whiskey. Right? Like I want some whiskey and I want one of those hot towels. I'm going to dress up in a tux. I'm going to say stuff like I made you an offer. You can't refuse. Temper the expectations. All right, let's get to a couple comments. Carter the Power Bryant joining us in six minutes. Uh, don't forget, I saw this. Um, let me before I get to crying. I saw this all SEC playoff thing. So if you missed it today, Pete Thamel reported. Pete Thamel reported that Greg Sankey has talked about. So this is what I was raining about earlier in reference to. We don't blame the leaders until it's too late. Why in the hell are we trying to plan at worst case scenario an all SEC playoff? Now, I'm sure we'll have this debate in Twitter spaces later tonight. Guys, an all SEC playoff is absolutely insane and stupid. It's, it's insane and stupid. I don't care that the SEC is dominated. I want to see LSU versus Clemson in the, in the dome. I don't need Alabama and, and LSU again in the Dome when I've already seen that game. College football is unique in its own principles. You don't have to bring an all-SEC. What's the regular season for? Gus, what is the regular season for then? I, I mean, <laughs> for crying out loud, you have an SEC tournament. You have an SEC playoff already. It's called the regular season. It's called the SEC championship game. Do, does, does the SEC rule the land? Yes. If Lincoln Riley somehow, someway gets USC back on foot, if Dan Lanning gets Oregon back on foot, if uh, Mario Cristobal gets Miami back to where they've been before, I want to see vintage LSU versus Miami. 
I don't want to see it in the pregame. I don't want to see it in the first game of the year. That shit, that, that legitimately has sailed for me. Oh, and by the way, you were talking about the 2024 LSU versus USC in Vegas. You do know that that would end, right, with this playoff of what Greg Sankey alleged in all of it. An all-SEC playoff. There's nothing but ego-driven old rich men doing this right now. Commissioners and execs like Mark Emmert have forgot long ago what it is to be a fan. I do not want an all-SEC playoff. It means nothing if USC goes undefeated and LSU goes undefeated and they haven't played one another. You remember what sparked all of this? You remember the playoff what sparked all of it? 2003, is LSU really the real champion? 2011, there's no reason Alabama should have never been in there. Should have been Oklahoma State. You can't make that argument. I want to go and play the best. If you got someone that you think out west can kick my ass, bring your Apple-loving, uh, uh, surfboarding self to the boot, and we're going to whip that ass. That is how competitors think. An all-SEC playoff. Stop that. Stop that. Pooh says, after the regular season gauntlet, I look forward to beating up on some other conferences. Exactly. And But here's the thing, though, Pooh. Here's the thing. Then you take away Clemson and Deshaun Watson legitimately – legitimately beating Alabama. You take away Ohio State's appearance of getting inside the national title. The first ever playoff game was Ohio State clapping Alabama cheeks. Ezekiel Elliott with his shirt rolled up. We need to to be careful about talking about clapping cheeks and Ezekiel Elliott in the same sentence. I understand that. But you know what I'm saying. In the dome, they clap Bama cheeks. I'm so behind on these comments, but it's true. You know it's true as well. Uh, Crying Belly says, Blake, can you tell us the possibility of LSU being able to host a super regional? I think that a super regional, they have to get in the top eight. Or no, top 16. They're going to have to win a couple games in Hoover, man. They're going to have to win multiple games in Hoover, in my opinion. I don't if, – if you're going crying based off the RPI, you got to win some games. Chris English says, that's what I've been saying. We lack quality depth in certain positions. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Eric Wright says, BCS tie national championship teams. But that's, but that's my point. You want to be able to go up against USC if that is the best team in the country and that we have to share a national title. Let's go play them. Forget this whole SEC uh, playoff. I, and here's the truth. Everything is cyclical. I think the, I think the SEC is going to reign for a long time. But there's going to come a day when they won't. There's going to come a day when that kid you go and get in California, you're not going to be able to go and get. Why is Nick Saban so worried about A&M? 
You need parity, man. You know why the NFL makes more money? Because they have more parity. There's no reason why in his second year, Joe Burrow should have led the Cincinnati Bengals to the Super Bowl. He said it himself. He had no clue that he could lead that team there. No clue. Um, Rick on YouTube says, totally agree with beating up on other conferences. Absolutely. I think I read that one already. <laughs> uh, Rick also says, hashtag ask Blake, can LSU baseball keep up this offense of output with K Doty banged up? From what I understand, though, it's something that he's he's dealt with for a while. Um, So we'll see. I think he could be back Wednesday if you absolutely needed him to. Everybody's laughing because I said we're – you can't put it. Boo, I already got two texts into the show. Please don't use Ezekiel Elliott in the same sentence of clapping cheeks, of Bama cheeks. I should have known better. I should have known better. Crying Belly says, buying everyone some Gramco if we have more than nine wins. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Robin Pate and the peop- great people over at Gramco. TheGramco.com. At so... Lutely, you heard it here. Don't be like Zach, though, crying. Uh, uh, crying. You got to actually do what your bet says. So there's 261 people in this chat right now. You owe 261 of us. Technically, 264 because it's me, Pooh Bear, and our next guest. This is what you call a transition. Carter the Power Bryant. So let's pay some bills around this thing. Let's talk about our good friends over at Gramco and our good friends over at State Farm. If you have... A question for Carter. We're going to continue this conversation all night long. All night. All night long. All night. That song was playing when, never mind, I ain't going to say it. I ain't going to say it. We feeling loose tonight. Let's play some bills. Be right back in about a minute. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code, AYS25. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with the great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. 
We're back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Carter, the power, Bryant is joining us. The man, the myth, is legend himself. Um, Carter, I don't want to spend really any time on it, but I didn't watch Liverpool at all. I'm sorry. You told me to. I just couldn't do it. Carter, I took a nap. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do I could watch him. Uh-oh, Carter, can you hear us? Carter. All right. Carter, can you hear us? Okay. All right. I don't know what that was. I do not know what happened with Carter. We'll get him right back. Uh, Jennifer and BJ says, never listened to you before. I like it. Thank you so much for listening. But they said no soccer. We're not spending any time on soccer. Uh, Rick says, hashtag ask Carter, what's the most important thing Kelly needs to have uh, in a successful first year in the SEC? Uh, Rick, we're going to spend a lot of time on that. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of time on that. I promise you. I promise you. Um, <laughs> uh, Pooh Bear says Carter was too stunned to speak. I agree. I agree. I don't know what's going on here. I I I I, I just. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, okay. There he is. There he is. Can I you? I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was me. I don't know if it was you. It was probably me. But I, I, I heard some, some blasphemy towards, uh, what was it? Um, oh, this is it. They clicked with me. What happened? The internet gods, knowing that I'm a Lionel Richie fan, heard you singing before the Gramco spot. All night yeah. long. All night. I got two kids now, bro. That's how things roll around here. I, I'll... <laughs> I, I, I'll say this. I, I'm glad I'm not Simon Cowell right now because I would be booting you off this show. Like, you don't sing Lionel Richie. Really? Like, that's like everybody's favorite artist, like, ever. Lionel um, Richie. The Italian champ does what the heck he wants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk some football. Real American football. Let's go. Carter, did you see today... And we're going to get into some LSU with this, too. Did you see Pete Thamel's article today about Greg Sankey saying that there could potentially be an all-SEC playoff? Now, I, I don't know. I, I hate it. I, I just got to be honest. I hate it. What's a regular season for? Like, what's a regular exactly. season for? It is for exactly. you to figure all of this out. College football is unique in its own way. You don't have to make it like the NFL. Why? I, mm. You know, it, we don't blame Carter. We never blame the leaders up top until it's too late. Mark Emmert, NIL, transfer portal, Sankey now. If Sankey's not careful, the SEC is going to fall. What says you and did you see it? I don't think the SEC would fall if they went off and did their thing. I would just say that they would turn a lot of people off the sport. Right. I don't the, the SEC is not going to fail, especially with Texas. They're just there's too much money for them to fail. But you can tank a sport if you are too powerful and you cut off so much of the country. Right. I understand 
us, we're SEC all the way through and through. But part of what makes college football so special is exactly what you said, Blake. It's part of the reason why I am, and I won't get into this here because we want to keep it on American football. It's part of the reason why I became such a huge fan of European soccer is the way that they do things is they do a really good job of making the regular season count for a lot. And you see this in American sports. A lot of your viewers, Blake, are fans of MLB. A lot of your viewers, Blake, are also fans of the NBA. Their regular seasons are very devalued because of how their postseasons work. You do not want that to happen in college football because you know who that hurts, Blake. You want to Me. know who that hurts. Me. It hurts you. It hurts the viewer because if you are – because look, and I'm just talking to everyone that's watching this, Facebook, YouTube, that have watched my channel or watch any college football channel. You are a diehard college football fan. Through and, and what, through. What makes the sport so great is each and every Saturday in the fall, you're going to watch a game of immense significant importance. The immediacy of that is unparalleled in what we have throughout the entire sports cycle year in and year out. You don't want this sport to become a playoff-only sport. That is good. For the helicopter fans that are more fans of the NFL or they're more fans of the NBA. And when the NBA is not really playing anything meaningful, they'll they'll drop it and watch college football in December and only watch the playoff. But you are not that. You are not that if you're watching this. If you are watching this, you are a diehard college football fan and you want to keep things as immense and as immediate as the regular season is right now as you possibly can. Well, and I agree, but see, here's the thing, though, Carter. There's a reason why no one watches the NBA regular season. Not to this extent. I, we're going to get off tonight's show, and me and you are going to go watch the playoff. Right? right. Like, that's yeah. what we're going to do. I mean, exactly. we'll keep up with it, sure. I keep up with LeBron James, the Pelicans, but I'm not going to really get intense with it until the playoff. That's what makes college football unique, is every single week matters, and when you start expanding the playoff, when you start expanding conferences, it doesn't matter as much because multiple teams are going to get in. So for that reason alone, I don't agree with it. Sankey should stop. Carter, I've got to be honest. I know that you got an SEC media pass and all this kind of good stuff. No, I don't. Okay, well, then I'll go ahead and say it because I do, but whatever. Sankey needs to chill out because he's going to hurt he's going to hurt the sport. You cannot separate yourself from the power five. Carter, you can't do it. If you're gonna do a power three, go right on do a power two. East and west. East and west. Every big major sports pretty much does that. And then you can make subdivisions inside of that. Sounds good. I don't care. But this this will hurt college football more than the portal. And more than NIL, because at least you have parity inside of a kid transferring to another team. Um, but Chad Briscoe says, is the SEC the best conference? Yes. The only way to prove that is to beat everyone else's butt. I agree with that. I agree with that. But I had to get that out. I couldn't talk about no, it. No, no, that's fine. No, it's Look, this is 
and you know, I talked about this a little bit earlier on my channel, and I'm I, Blake. We don't agree on a lot, but I'm glad we're we're in locks. Oh, we agree on everything on on every last little thing, right? But look, you you want the regular season to matter. I've seen it ruin so many sports leagues, right? Growing up, Jordan and those guys, they played every game hard, so it didn't matter. Like everybody played every game hard. It's just not it's just not how it is anymore. You don't want that. You don't want players missing out. So here's a good example of this, right? The Florida shoe toss. All right. Of course, that is one of the best moments ever in the SEC. It had everything SEC all in there. It was <laughs> chaos. It, it was everything. But part of what made that moment I love Rob. Rob <laughs> for both of us uh that is really funny uh but look part of what made that moment so special is when marco wilson tossed that shoe that ended florida's chances of going to the college football playoff it ended it right there they could not get in even if they would have beaten alabama they still would have not they still wouldn't have got in so that game mattered and florida was penalized for resting kyle pitts in that game However, if the playoff wasn't the same, then Florida would have been, would have benefited from resting Kyle Pitts in that game, even though he was good enough to go in that game. Exactly. That's why that's why you don't want that because Florida would have made the right decision to rest Kyle Pitts. If there was a 12 team playoff or whatever that year, Florida still would have got in. So look, there are some benefits of playoff expansion. Right, it'll make it easier for a Pac-12 team to get in, which is good for the western part of the country. Blah, 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 blah. There's a lot of benefits of a 12-team playoff, and it's not. I'm not going to stop watching college football if they expand. To Me either. Playoff. It's inevitable. They're going to make more money with it. It's just those moments like that just don't matter as much, and that is is the major point that both of us are trying to make because I am a big fan of all these sports leagues. I love sports. It's one of my favorite things on the planet. It, it, but the, the leagues that I like more, the, the, the leagues that I care about the most are the ones that have the most valuable regular seasons because we're a busy society. We want things that matter. Immediacy is what freaking sells. Agreed. That's why those one game wildcard playoff baseball games are so freaking great, right? Because Right there, you're going to determine who's going to get in and who's going to get out. Carter, did you know very quickly that the wild card games in baseball, okay, the most games of any of the big three, did you know that the wild card game play-in is the most viewed outside of the World Series? It's the most viewed game of the entire season. Right. Because it means everything. All right. I want to transition. We're going to talk about that a lot. But yeah, just yeah, on the initial, it sounds as if me and you are on the same page. We don't agree with it. But let's transition into some LSU. Carter, last night we had a pretty big debate, okay? And I'm going to continue to do it because I think it's relevant. Carter, I, look, I told you, I sent you a text, and I'm okay with saying it to, with some clarity, like some things around it. Buddy, A&M's got seven five-star defensive linemen. Seven. They're not going to miss on seven. They're not right. going to miss on – they if even if they miss on half, Carter, even if they miss on half and you're three and a half, okay, yeah. here's, here's my thing. I lean more for LSU to be eight and four and nine and three 
than what I see when people say LSU, there's no problems. LSU should go 11 and 1. Please talk me off the ledge and thinking I'm not crazy to think LSU realistically can go 9 and 3 next season. Yeah, I think 9 and 3 is attainable. A lot of it comes down to who who's that quarterback and if that quarterback is a plus quarterback, right? There's a lot of great quarterbacks in the SEC. Now, let me address this. You're getting uh, uh, Dustin says Carter knows football. Let's see his baseball knowledge. <laughs> I like. I, I. I don't. I like. I love LSU baseball. I want them to win every single game. I am nowhere close to being a baseball expert as ninety nine percent of this chat. Okay. Like I just learned who Dylan Cruz was a month ago. So like, and I know he's. I know he's special. I've seen his name. And I'm really happy. I, I was always a big Trey Morgan fan because of the hat, the, the hair. But you know, I, I don't know. I, I just couldn't, you know, give you a good LSU baseball analysis. Bro, anyway, I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, but when you said this, this is what was going through my brain. Like that's something spooky, bro. That's spooky, Carter. Wait, who? Okay, no, no, no. So, I, I did cover the last LSU national. I say uh, 2009. Yeah, 2000. Mm -hmm. I was there the full two weeks for the Omaha. How was, really was that cool. experience? Oh, it was great. It was a, um, Omaha's the best. Like it really was one of my favorite LSU experiences of my career. And getting to be there the full two weeks, I loved it. And I love LSU baseball. I just don't follow it closely. It's hard. Now, I I'm, I could set the whole chat on fire. I think I would do a lot of things differently in college baseball. I would obviously the number one thing we all agree on is stretch the scholarship limits from eleven points. Oh down. God! It's the most nefarious thing in college. Carter, they college have field. two full time assistants. Two. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like it doesn't make any sense. The Carter, they LSU football pays more for two, two, okay, recruiting analyst than they do for a third assistant. It's crazy. And before you say LSU's not in the uh, not in the green on uh, on baseball, you're n you're not. It's not true. They are in the green. They are. They All right. Are. But but look, my last thing on college baseball. The one thing I would do, right, especially with midweek games, is I would just keep them seven innings. Because look, if you just do simple math, okay, or, or just simple logic, if you have eleven point seven scholarship guys, that means more than likely, none of these guys are on full scholarship. No, so none of already, them. They're already stretching the limitations here that they should be getting full scholarships, right? They should. We all agree that it Agreed. should be. No, it should be 20. I mean, 20. If you if, if I were to just go up to someone who didn't know anything about college sports and I told them the roster demands of what college baseball would take, I they would say there needs to be at least 20 scholarships players for agree well you have a limit of 25 you have 25 kids that are on ross on, on you know on your roster make it 25 right. <laughs> yeah. i mean so this is what i would do and if if there was a players union in college baseball i would demand seven inning games all of them because if you're telling uh, me that with an 11.7 roster scholarship limit which is your whole roster 11.7 doesn't even fill a pitching staff. You're telling me that these guys with their arms, we all know the physiology behind arm science. I'm not Tom House. I'm not an orthopedic surgeon. I, I, but I, I've read up on this. You, you, your arms get tired the more innings you throw, right? 
I would limit a lot of things. And the one thing I would limit is make all college baseball games instead of nine innings, seven innings. Who says no? Who says no to that? Shorter games, better for the players, better for the viewer. Um, I say I say yes to seven inning midweek games. I say no to conference and weekend games. Here's why. Right. LSU scored eight runs in the bottom of the eighth to win the game. And baseball is a, f- a fickle sport sometimes, right? Like, um, I agree with you, though. Like, there's no reason why you should be beating a team 21 to 2 and you, sh- you can't call it. I mean, right. Let, yeah, let, okay. You know, like, let's just, let's just call it what it is at that point. But I agree. All right. But we can get back. We can get the football. I just wanted to on that whole thing. I'm not, I'm not smart enough to know. <laughs> so I just don't want, I just don't watch it. I'm going to make you write a 12 page, this uh 12 page thesis on the game of baseball. I'll give you a hundred dollars to do it. Okay. I'll do it. I'll I'm going to grade I'll, it. I'll, I'll if try. you get anything less than a D, or anything better than a D, I'll give you the hundred bucks. You got to get a D or better. Okay. Uh, let, D's equals Andrew. degrees. I love double D's. Let's get Rafe Rhymes on the channel. Can right do it. Now. I can text him. I'll get, text get, him. Get Ray, I, I was. I, I Rafe Rhymes was old school Tony Gwynn contact hitter. I love. No doubt. Hey, but uh, I'm going to clip this anyway, Carter and I'm going to send it to him. By the way. He will have this yeah, tonight. Send that to him. All send right. It. I love. He was an old school Tony Gwynn, not an analytics guy because he wanted a big power guy. I just love good contact hitters, baby. Let's go, right? Yeah, Let's I'm go probably go. not gonna send it to him because it go to his head. You know, like some. Yeah, you know, that's true. You know, true. All right, but one more thing. One more thing about <laughs> oh, Ray Five. One more thing. One more thing. One more thing. He did give up his scholarship his last year, if I remember correctly. Well, if I re- <laughs> if I remember correctly. So shout out to him for that. But anyway, back to football. I'm done with baseball. All right. All right. All right. All right. If you have a if you have a question in the chat for Carter, hit us with the hashtag Ask Carter. Um, Florida State. Look, I got to tell you this, Carter. I'm being a little cautious. Right. The reason I'm being cautious for Florida State is is the only thing that I continue to see is I went back on Bet Online, who's one of our great sponsors. Okay. Yeah. The line actually started off at four and a half. Last week was at three and a half. This week's at two and a half. After last year in UCLA, I get the coaching staff change. I get all of it. I I, I understand it. I'm still going to be cautious with this. They have more talent than Florida State. Carter, the truth is they have more talent than 95% of the teams that they're going to play this year. When you start, Carter, we're almost 90 days into it. Like, we're almost here. When you start looking at what says you, what do you think about this opening game and games along the schedule for LSU? Uh, so, shout out to Ben Online supporting you, man. And if I were to give uh, a side on this, I, I saw a lot of people, well, I, saw, I saw one person tweet out that they really like the over at 51 and a half. And, you know, I, I love, love that, by the way. You love that? I love it. So I, I actually go opposite. I like the under. So yeah, guess how were, many points Notre Dame and Florida State scored a season ago? A lot. It was a 30, what was it, 38, 35 or something like that? Yes. And, uh, but here, here's here's what I'll say, right? 
So Cincinnati played at a slower pace. And you look at the last six games that Mike Dembrock called versus Power 5 competition, all of those games went under the total. So not only, did, not only did the, uh, the under the total of 51 and a half. Right. That's it for the Florida State game. Right. But more than likely, those games also went under the total that was set for those games. So I went and I looked at that and I was like, that's very interesting. You also look at Florida State. So uh, if you look at both the coaches, even though LSU is under a lot of pressure to not lose their third consecutive opening game, Brian Kelly is going to be here for forever, right? Mike Norvell is not unless he actually gets out of here and wins this football game. So uh, one very key storyline as far as Florida State is concerned is Norvell actually got rid of the OC, and now he he's is calling plays. Right. He's calling the plays, and Alex Atkins, their offensive line coach, is now the co-offensive coordinator. Both of those guys have a lot of work to do because Florida State's offensive line is kind of a mess. LSU's offensive line is going to have a bunch of new bodies. So this game's going to be played at a slower pace. You're going to have pure chaos on the offensive line. You got a play caller for LSU that calls you know, at a slower pace compared to Florida State. Uh, who has a play caller who's under a lot of pressure, I, I could see the under, you know, really happening here, even though you see a bunch of totals week one that are in the 60s, and it looks tantalizing, and you're like, Kayshawn is back, and Kayshawn's walking over. Anytime Kayshawn's on the field, Agreed. Over, he, he can get an over on his own sometimes. Uh, just based So on, wild. I mean, he's crazy. Like, it's amazing all his explosive plays can speed up the pace of a game, but for me, I, I actually like the under there because of a lot of the new faces and a lot of the new offensive linemen. Well, look, he, he, I'm being tempered because of what happened a season ago. Coaching does matter. But, right. Carter, you just said something, and Pooh Bear is my witness. I preached to the high heavens last night. Carter, where, I don't think – I think that they're fooling us a little bit. I don't think they're going up-tempo. I think that they'll have sporadic moments where they do, but I agree with you in the Denbrock thing. I think they're going to lean heavy on their front seven defensively, and they're right. going to try to rest them as much as they can by running the football and, yes, getting to the guys the football out in space. But if we're being – if I just – I think that Brian Kelly's going to wait to see what he has before he just says, hey, Mike, let that bitch rip. Like that – and right. so for that, I think that's why that line, Carter, that line, the over-under, you know what it started off as, 55 and a half. Right. And that's what concerns me is that that's already. It continued. You know, it, Carter, it went down four. That that means the Sharps are coming in heavy on, on that under. So, man, it, or at least a lot of the money is coming in on, on that True. under. So, you know, it's, it's interesting. You know, Chris makes a good point. This will actually be Florida State's second game. So, it, it, it will be, you know, the second game. But this, you know, this is the game, right? I mean, I I just think it's going to be a slugfest at this point. Um, even though, you know, the best unit for either team is LSU wide receivers, right? So that in and of itself can, you know, get an over. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. But obviously, you know, the line at minus two, that lets you know that this game is more than likely going to be close. And hopefully LSU ends up winning that one. Carter, outside of Bama in the SEC, is there anybody that scares you? Like when you look at film or you look at other teams, is there a team out there or two 
that you're like on this schedule that LSU plays, that you're like, man, that's an absolute dogfight. Because Carter, I got to be honest, I look at it and I see multiples. I, yeah. I honestly see four or five. Because I think if Anthony Richardson gets going, I think if Will Rogers is hot in the early in the part of the season and with Mississippi State, by the way, Emmanuel Forbes is returning. Uh, Hooker at Tennessee. Uh, what does Jackson Dart look like? Then you got Bama. And then everybody is trashed on, my, uh, on Max Johnson, and I get it, but we talked about this the other day. Carter, in 13 starts, he has 38 touchdowns. And I get Jimbo. I, I understand it. I would still take Jimbo Fisher's play calling at home versus Jake Pete's anywhere. And yeah. so I've said my piece on that. So you're the calming presence of me. <laughs> what says Carter? Is there anybody that, that you look at and you're like, man, I don't like this. You make a good point, Blake, about, you know, the regular season and what makes it, you know, so special in college football. You know, as and I used to do this a lot as a fan. I, I would used to look at the schedule and just think of that game. But that's how college football works. You got to think of the game in the context of the schedule. Who do you play when? Do you play them back-to-back -back weeks? And that's where things get a little difficult, right? So, you know, one team that you didn't mention there was Arkansas, who, you know, re returns their head coach, quarterback, OC, and DC. They're one of 18 college football that does that and look continuity is everything in the sport everything and when you have that rare bit of continuity especially you know you look at analytics you know collectives like cfb matrix <laughs> they view arkansas's oc and dc combo barry odom and kendall browns as the best in the sec and they are really good They've turned down a lot of jobs. Kendall Bryan could have gone. Uh, Kendall Browns could have gone to Miami. Barry Odom's gotten a lot of looks. He's was a. They're about to pay Barry Odom three million to be the DC at Texas. Yeah, I mean Barry Odom won at Missouri. He was not bad there. He was fine. Um, and you know Pittman fits what Arkansas's doing. So, you know it, it's tough. The quarterbacks in the conference are really really good, and that's why LSU's got to hopefully find one of these four guys as we all know it's more than likely one of these three guys hopefully they can get someone that that can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with some of these good qbs because look this is madhouse's first year calling plays in a while he's gonna have a bad game or two this is new for him right so you're gonna need a quarterback that can go out there and win a shootout and hopefully one of the three guys can do that um carter do you think that you could make the argument that lsu has the toughest schedule in the country yeah, absolutely. Especially okay. if you, especially if you believe Travis is is a, is a good quarterback, right? You know, uh, you know, every year Arkansas has got a tough schedule. Every year, you know, a lot of these schools in the West, Auburn having to play Georgia every year in, on their schedule, and they get a tricky Penn State non-conference game this year. Auburn every year has one of the toughest schedules, but LSU with a new head coach, you know, as high as you could be on Brian Kelly. It is a new year. This is going to be new for him. Uh, yeah, you, you would you could pretty clearly say LSU. If they're not number one, they're no doubt top five, top ten toughest schedules in the country. All right, last question, and we'll let we'll we'll let you rock. Okay, let oh. it rock, let it rock, let it rock. <laughs> is KJ Jefferson a, a sleeper Heisman contender? 
No, because I don't think they're going to win enough. I, 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 I look if they win ten games, then yeah, you'll have a good shot at going to New York. I don't think he's going to put up the numbers because he doesn't have Burks anymore. And you know, to win the Heisman, you got to put up some numbers. If you're doing a quarterback draft in the SEC, um, Jefferson's probably three or four on that list. So yeah, he's got an outside shot, especially with Kendall calling the shots. But for me right now, he's not, I will say this, Blake, there are a lot of quarterbacks I feel in the country that are overvalued. I, I, I don't get the Quinn Ewers thing. I don't get the DJ. It's going to be different at Clemson. I'm also, you know, I know you're really high on Anthony Richardson. I'm very interested to see how that works out. Obviously the upside is there. One guy I, I, I don't get, and he's not on LSU schedule, and I know he destroyed us last year, but Will Levis, I, I'm not getting where you know the NFL draft hype is coming in for Will Levis. This is a guy uh, I, I just don't think anything of. I think he's fine. I don't think he's special. But I, I do think Hinden Hooker, who is on LSU schedule, can be really, really special this year especially running an offense that is very explosive of what Tennessee has with Hypel. You're the GOAT. G-O-T-E. Goatee. Goatee. Huh? You're the goatee. You're the goatee that makes AYS run. I appreciate you, my brother. But let me – I lied. Let me ask one – you just said Hendon Hooker. Um. Is Tennessee the sleeper team? Because let me tell you something, Carter. I think Tennessee's got a bad chat, a, a, a bad uh, crossover. Okay, because yeah. they they got to go to or they got Alabama and they go to LSU, right? And so, man, that's tough. That's tough in year two. I, I, I you know, can they get to ten and two? Sure, but man, I mean, that's a tough schedule, bro. They play. Here's what they got in five weeks, Carter. They have LSU, um, Georgia, Alabama, and I think Florida in a four-week span. That is brutal, dude. That I mean, that's brutal. So, yeah. but here's the thing: if Hendon Hooker legitimately does well in all in those four games straight, he's your Heisman winner, Carter. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, and look, there could be some voter fatigue with Bryce Young if he doesn't just go out and light it up, and uh, and yeah, you know, Hendon Hooker's got a great story as well. You know, transferring from Virginia Tech, and Heupel's offense is very QB friendly. You could put up some big numbers in what he does. He, he's got a very, he's got a lot of innovative concepts, such as the backside receivers uh, on a route sometimes won't run a route. They'll just stay still and rest up for the next play. It's very innovative stuff, right? And they're, they're very forward thinking. I think they got some bad luck in that Ole Miss game last year. There was so much made about the, the golf balls and the mustard and all that stuff. Bro, they <laughs> did you hear my show last? Oh, no, you were in England. You were eating tea and biscuits or drinking tea and biscuits. Uh, <laughs> bro. <laughs> How does that conversation go with you and the boys? Say, dog, I wish I had something to throw at <laughs> Lane Kiff and you, <laughs> and you bust out a thing of mustard be like, say, dog, I got this thing of French's in this bitch. 
just chunk that thing. This man, man chunked that thing of French's. <laughs> Bro, that is why I love the sport. This man threw French's at the dude. Bro. I love it. All right. Uh, it, All right. Look, I, I'll say this. I've been, I've been to Knoxville once. I, I found, you know, Tennessee fans. To be, I, I, I wasn't there for a game. I, fi- I found Tennessee fans to be a, a very interesting species. Oh, like, they are. They, they, they're, they're so excited. They finally got some hype. They've been so mediocre uh, for so long since the Peerless Price, which is still one of the coolest wide receiver names of all time. No doubt. Since, since the late 90s. But it's I, I, I do think they're special. But once again, this goes back to what we actually started this whole conversation with. Your schedule is everything. So, you know, I, I'll, I'll end with this, Blake. I do like the college football aspect of, you know, every week matters. That still doesn't mean the SEC schedule is good. It's not. It's horrible, actually. With the cross-division rival, a school like Tennessee is getting screwed having to play Alabama. And as their one rotational team, they get the worst draw, which is, you know, playing LSU, which is arguably the second most talented team in the West of the past two decades, right? So, you know, it's it's stuff like that that just drives me nuts. And LSU fans have had to deal with playing Florida as a cross-division rival. So hopefully, you know, with the expansion, we get a nine-game conference schedule with the more even rotation uh, hopefully that turns out to, to be better, and it'll be better for you, once again, the fan. And uh, hopefully that does happen. I don't so, move on Saturdays. I don't move. I don't either. I don't either. It's, My wife doesn't not, get it. She she doesn't get it. I, yeah, and, I might cut yeah. the grass early in the morning, you know, in the fall, but, buddy, it, it's, it's over for it's over with me. I, I mean, and, I am not moving. What's, you know what's very interesting, Blake, is part of it, and, and this is a big, big, big thing. Part of it is the regionalism of the sport, right? No you doubt. Know, we, as far as, like, pro franchises are concerned, Arkansas doesn't have a pro franchise. Mississippi doesn't have a pro franchise. They they, they just don't. That's why Saturdays are so special, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for mm-hmm. a lot of people. And for me, you know, I, I, I just – love the immediacy like whenever you go to a game now it's tough for us i don't know about you blake i was only able to go to one game i'm not sure you know if you work in media it's tough to go to the game because in the back of your mind you're like well all these other games are happening and i gotta do a post game show and i gotta do a oh i don't show. go i, I don't you go for that specific reason anymore yeah. i don't either like uh I, I wish i could but you know you scary money you, don't make no money and we gotta make uh, money uh, uh, <laughs> yeah it's and, and it's 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 the biggest thing, man. But, you know, it, it, it makes it special. Like, I, I know I'm not, like, a, a Vanderbilt fan, but if they're playing a close game, that one game could count towards your six-win total whether or not you're going to go to a bowl game. And that game is oftentimes a deciding factor for those bottom-tier, middle-tier SEC teams. So Agreed. It, 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 it makes it what it is now, and it makes us the most – blessed people on the planet that we are college football fans who cares about all those other sports outside of the EPL I mean go Liverpool I here's here's my thing um I don't know if this can make context South Carolina is gonna be the Liverpool this year they're gonna surprise some people you heard it here first 
You heard it here first. Watch I'm, out for I'm, the watch out for Beamer. I'm I'm in agreement. I, I'm in big agreement. I think right now I would pick South Carolina to to finish second. To oh, oh, I would. I would. Because, because of this, Tennessee's schedule is really tough. It's brutal. I, Carter, it's the toughest in the country. It's the toughest yeah. four games that we in a row from a, a team that we've seen probably since 19 LSU. They're good. They're good. And the, and the good thing for LSU was is that they were just better than everybody. Carter, they again, they faced three top ten teams in a row. Four, if you're going to count Texas, in a five-week span – Oh, and then they had Auburn and Alabama. I, I mean, dude, it, it's a gauntlet, bro. It's, it's a gauntlet. Not. Okay, we got to get out of here. The XM radio people are going to kick us off. All right. I love you, my brother. We'll see you again next Monday unless Tackett Curtis commits a little too soon. Uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I, will, I will share my Tackett Curtis take on your next show. All right, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that. All right, Carter, I love you, buddy. Power you, Hour LSU. Go follow, listen, subscribe, all that good stuff. We'll talk to you next week. See you, bud. Carter, the Power Bryant. All right, let's do this. Let me talk about my good friends over at uh, GMFS Mortgage, my good friend John Patton, 225-614-1234. That's 225-614-1234. One, two, three, four. If you're buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, even doing that cash out refi, the timing has never been better. Get in touch with him today and let him know that your good friend Blake Rafino sent you on by. All right, we got Pooh Bear. We're going to roll this up in about 20 seconds. Pooh, if you had to put all your mortgage on the line on LSU's record next season, what is it? Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're muted. You're muted. You're muted. What? All right, let me let me let me pull the the same thing that the uh, fans are doing. Pull the purple glasses out. <laughs> LSU is going undefeated, fifteen and zero. Fifteen and zero. Okay. No. Okay. Seriously, I, I see eight and four, nine and three. All right. Um, Dylan Cruz, co SEC Player of the Year. Um, a lot of people upset about that, but you're in Alabama. I mean, look, man, that kid Sonny D. I mean, he was a he was a freak. I mean, he's a beast, man. I, I'm okay with the co SEC players a year. What says you? Uh, it, it's at least it's not um, Bo Nix freshman of the year. God, oh, bro, now that was bad. Pooh, now I'll agree with you. Like that was bad. This isn't bad when the guy, kid's almost hitting 400. In the SEC. This isn't, you know, that would be the equivalent of Bo Nix throwing 35 touchdown passes that season. That didn't happen. I see, I see we got haters in the building. Haters in the building. Oh, uh, Daniel, the views that are expressed, he, it should be ED at the end, by Pooh Bear are. <laughs> that is are funny. Amazing. The, the views expressed are amazing. They are. Boom. They are. All right. Pooh, let's do this. Let's go ahead and get on out of here. We'll see y'all tomorrow finally a Tuesday show, and then we'll do the Believe Show after that. Till then, guys, we'll see y'all soon. Have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.